Good morning. This is Marcia Talbot, and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm associate broker at Better Homes and Gardens Rand, and along with me is my co-host today. I'm like your sidekick, Suzanne nice, Durham definitely. from the Goshen <laughs> office. Yeah. Marcia and I were like the yin and yang of realtors here, you know. Very and we're, we're on WTBQ 93.5 FM and 1110 AM and streaming live around the world on WTBQ.com. This is a call-in show, so we welcome that. Uh, we're going to go over some subjects today that hopefully will spark some, some phone calls. And that number is 845-651-1110. Yeah, and, and if anyone ever has a question outside of our topic, oh, we're, we, we'll talk about We're anything. good to go. You give us a call, you have a question, you know, we're good to go. So, yeah. So, yesterday was Father's Day. And what yeah. did you do? You know what we did? My husband and I, we don't have any kids in the area anymore. So, well, my oldest daughter. Yeah, yeah my, but she's, I mean, but you where's know. Where's that little baby? Well, he has a father and that's their <laughs> life now, you know. But uh, we actually went to New Paltz. Okay. Yep. I had an appointment up in the Gardner area. So Jack came with me and we drove to Gardner and then I took care of my appointment. And then we went on to New Paltz for lunch and we went to a fabulous place and just Jack had never been there, so he's from Philly, so he's, there's no reason for him to go up there. But I said, you know, you really should see it. You should see where Sunny New Paltz is, and let's let's do this. So spur of the moment. And uh, we had a lot of fun. So where did you have lunch? That was fabulous. Bacchus, B-A-C-C-H-A-U-S. Oh, Bacchus. Yeah, Bacchus, yes. Bacchus, yes. on we went the side there. street. Yep, yep. We parked right around the corner. Of course, it was a... The place was packed, I meaning the, whole, so. the, whole, the yeah. whole community. And uh, yeah, we had fabulous meal. I had this amazing wrap, and Jack had this amazing chicken salad that was cranberries. It was really, really good. So yeah, so we had a lot of fun. So it was kind of low-key our day, but um, mm-hmm. we spent it all day together, so... That was good. Did you guys do anything? We went sailing on the Hudson. Oh, you did? That's right. You just <laughs> Not, told uh, me that. We, yeah. We, well, actually, my kids had made arrangements for us I'm to go on this. a boat. It wasn't, we weren't, weren't sailing. Right. We were on the boat. But it was really nice. It left from Battery Park, and it was about an hour and a half, and it went around the Statue of Liberty and where the amazing. lines were so long. In the, wait, on the island? Uh, yeah, wow. t- waiting to get on, get into In. the Statue of Liberty. and then, That's great. Yeah, we were talking about it because I think we went for my son's 13th birthday and we walked to the top. Mm-hmm. Not sure I would <laughs> do it quite the same now, but we were talking about, you know, but I realized I had never been to Ellis Island. Oh, I've been there, yeah. And my family's, of course. Yeah, um, I'm sure, both my, our my mother came from England, you okay. know, um, and my grandparents from Russia. So I would love to go and, you know, look look things up a little bit more. And we passed Governor's Island where there were tents because now it's a national park, I think, and people and people camp. So you see these yeah. cute little white tents as you drive by. Yeah, we drive went, by, sail by. <laughs> we went to Ellis Island when it was like a shell. It was probably 30 years ago. And you really shouldn't have been there, but you yeah, went. Yeah, I think it was I pretty mean, bad, right? Yeah, it was sad, but the buildings were still beautiful, and I'm assuming now they're lovelier. Uh, but yeah, so no, yeah, go to Ellis Island. I did do that Ancestry.com DNA thing. I did too. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it was a l- lot of fun, and uh, it took about six weeks maybe to get your uh, DNA information back. And I am 65% Irish, 25% English, 8% Roman, 
you know, migration and 2% Scandinavian from those darn Vikings. (laughs) And uh, my calculation, they said, is uh, 100% of what a natural-born Irish citizen is. They are the same same mix up. No one's like you're a hundred percent Irish. You know the Pope doesn't. Say, it's it's your. We're all calculations. You know. So it was a lot of fun. And, and actually, I got a call from a woman who is my fourth cousin. She lives outside of Dublin, and we're going there. And I'm going to call her. And, oh, how nice. Yeah. So fun stuff like that. So yeah. What you? What are you? Well, ninety-two percent middle uh, middle European Jewish, which okay. I knew. Um, but there were a few funny surprises. Um, there's three percent Iberian Peninsula. All right. So I w- there's a whole family story about this count that left was asked to leave Spain in 1492. So maybe it was real. We've been ca- you know we've been talking about this count for years. Uh, my mother's maiden name is Cener, S E E N E R, which mm-hmm. is really an unusual name. Mm-hmm. And this was Count Cener. So oh wow! We, there's nothing else we claimed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? he's, he's, you put and a stake in the ground. He's yours, like a castle. There was some um, Irish. Okay, um, yeah. Some Finnish. Oh, a little bit stuff. of Northern Russia and less than one percent Asian. I mean, there was like this funny little that's mix, so cool. and I go, "That's why I love Chinese food." There you go. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of fun. I mean, they they have ones. There's the um, Twenty Three and Me, which is more medically, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then there's Ancestry.com. However, my girlfriend' daughter did it Ancestry.com, and hers came up a like 3% Ashkenazi Jew, mm-hmm. which I've never seen them say. If they say you have Jude- Jewish heritage, they just say Jewish or whatever Middle they European, say. Right. Middle European, right. But for them to say Ashkenazi, I said to her, there's a lot of medical... Medical issues. That comes along with yes. that. So I said, you need to... After Absolutely. 3% is 3%, but genetics is genetics. You need to go back. And, and the reason why they wrote Ashkenazi is so you're aware of that information. Right. Like you need to research that. That's so, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I thought... This is kind of real estate. It's, you know, the Iberian <laughs> Peninsula. It's Scandinavia. So I thought Ireland. it would be fun to do the other one. You know. Yeah, 23 and to, to yeah. If you did one, to see how it comes out. Because it may not come out exactly the same. It would yeah, be they're, they're, they're like, I think, a 98%. They're very high percentage. They're close, right? With, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I did it because I really, really wanted to know. I said it doesn't redefine me. It, no. It, but it just, I was so curious. I love the fact that we're all from um, like Mesopotamia, you know, we're, the cradle of civilization is Iraq and we're all from there. Uh, but I, mine didn't go back that far. Mine went to the Roman Empire, which I, I have, thought was fun too. I have a friend who goes back further because, what did they say? She has, I forget. Well, you know what they do, at least I know Ancestry.com, is that they're constantly updating you. So you just don't get your report that day and you're done. I don't know if you notice this. You're continually getting updates because the more people that log on, right? So they the have a broader, a broader. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. So yeah. what we know is that we all have blood. There's a blood drive in Warwick on. Yep. And uh, actually, blood shortages are very yes, low right that, now, which is why I'm saying. Okay. It. Sorry, Marshall. Um, that's okay. There's a blood drive in Warwick on Friday. Uh, you can look up New York Blood uh, Center. And blood, sh- and there is a tremendous shortage right now. It always is in the summertime. Yeah. And there's definitely needed. So if you are a blood donor, think about that. Or if you're not, 
And if you've never done, people are very kind. This is not a difficult thing. Uh, And if you're afraid of needles, just don't look at the needle. I'm a gallon club girl. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Yeah, Yeah. it's good stuff. I definitely believe what that's a very small thing as a person that you could do to help somebody. And what they're doing, I don't know if you noticed, they're now saying this is from so-and-so and and your blood is at such-and-such a hospital. Which really oh, wow, connects wow. you. Yeah, it doesn't tell you exactly the person. No, it can't. It just says right. this is this could be one of the people. But the fact that your blood, uh, your donation is somewhere. It's identifying where, yeah. where you really know that you're doing something. Right. Which is really nice. Yeah. So, so definitely go out and do it. And so you know, we really do blood have, drives everywhere. Well, it's yep. summertime. Yep. So we have to talk about real estate in the summertime. Okay. So one of the things that I have always been interested in, which is like the other alternative, we talk a lot about homes, single family homes, buying a home, but the other alternative is buying land and why some people buy land as opposed to buy an existing house. Mm -hmm. And I think that what we should go over is you've had people who have said, I want to, I want to build. Why are they are they thinking about building as opposed to um, buying something that's existing? That's so it's going to be a good we, topic. We can go over that and um, after the break, right? Are we ready? Cool. So yeah. thank you for listening. We'll be right back. This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. George Ziola is a mortgage loan originator at Hudson United Mortgage, where you will not have to sacrifice great service for great rates. At Hudson United, George will provide you with one-on-one service you deserve while structuring the mortgage that's best for you. With a wide range of mortgage options at competitive rates, whether it's a conventional mortgage, an FHA, VA, USDA loan, or a renovation loan, George will give you personal service every step of the way and turn your home ownership dreams into a reality. George is licensed in New York and Connecticut and works with over 25 lenders to find you the best deal and one that's customized to fit your budget. George takes the guesswork out of the mortgage process and you will be informed on the progress of your loan every step of the way. George is always available to answer any questions you may have, so what are you waiting for? Contact George now at george.zeolla at hudsonunited.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hi, this is Dr. David Leach, the superintendent of the Warwick Valley Central School District and host of Your Schools. 
Listen every Monday at 12 noon to learn what's happening in your schools right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. This is Zach Crux, Sports Director for WTBQ. Tune in every weekday morning to the Frank Truat Morning Show to get the latest news, scores, and info about your favorite teams and players. That's every Monday through Friday on the Frank Truat Morning Show right here on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your home. Right, here we are. Welcome back. This is Marsha Talbot, Associate Broker at Better Homes and Gardens RAN, and my co-host, Suzanne Germany. I'm from the Goshen office with RAN Realty. Yeah. So we're here, and we started briefly to speak about land, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more. And I think of it, as I said, the other, the other alternative is, what is that, white meat? <laughs> oh, you're so funny. But the other alternative is why people choose to build or purchase land as opposed to buy something that's existing. And sometimes uh, it may be because what that individual is looking for just doesn't exist. You know, have you had people say, I want such and such and such and such? Like our areas, as a rule, do not have very many mod- contemporary right. style homes. But we have beautiful pieces of property where somebody would say, I'm only 55 miles from the city. I commute or I don't commute. I would like to build something that suits my right. personal taste. Right. It, it's, I mean, it definitely is, you know, not that they're more creative, but maybe some people don't want a pre-existing. They want to put their own fingerprint on a construction and, you know, they have creative ideas that they want to implement into, into, into their home. And uh, I get that. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a very lengthy process for them and they have to be in it to win it because- yes. You have to have the uh, stick to itiveness to get through it. Because and somebody to guide you. Yep, yep. Often an architect, at least doing the plans, and yep. then a builder who, who actually is in sync with that particular right. architect. Right. Um, often it is a little more money. Yep. Because, no, I would say it is custom. It is more money. I would think so. Yeah. It's per square foot, whether purchasing or building. Yeah, it's definitely more money. if it's a house that has um, a lot of roof lines or walls that are different size, you know, sizes. Um, The the least expensive house, of course, is something that's either rectangular. Right, right. I learned that when we were putting an addition on our house in the village. Every corner you turn... Right is uh, you know a, a bump up in price, right? it, and and that's something that you don't see initially. That's not what's in your mind. No, you don't realize. But it that, is, it right? is much certainly a, a way to go. It can be an exciting process. It's a long process, yeah. as Suzanne said, and, but it, you get what you want at the end. Right. Hopefully, I, I, and you hope though, if someone <laughs> is going to buy land and build their own home. I hope they don't build a rectangle. I hope they have creativity and they, I they do some I think we're going to have stuff. to be interrupted because we have a phone call. Good morning. Hi, are you, your name and where you're calling from? I don't think they're there. Are they there? <laughs> Here, can you hear me? Oh, hi, oh now we you? can. Good morning. You can hear me. Good morning, uh, Marsha. Good morning, Good Susan. morning, Mark. How are you today? Okay. You were talking about people buying land and stuff like that. Could Correct. there be situations where they want a particular location, number one, and maybe they w- might want to make build a custom home? That's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's what, I mean, that's what you hope happens. You know, you hope people 
put some creativity into it, not just put up, you know, these box colonials that are everywhere. I'm not commenting. I will not home. comment on that. Do you live in a box Cookie colonial? Cutter, no, I live in a farmhouse. About? I live in an old farmhouse. But I think people put up what they want. Yeah. And it's not my decision as long as it fits in with town code. But the reason people do it is they might find uh, some people like to live on a lot of land. So they may right. want a large parcel. They may want a small house, though we have zoning. I think the zoning is 12, you can't build anything smaller than 1,200 square feet, which is kind of funny today because people are looking at 300 square feet little houses. All right. um, but that's the town code, so it has to be 1,200 square feet or larger. And if you're building, um, you know, that it becomes a part of that expense. Right. Is that what you were thinking about, Mark? Well, you were thinking that when I say custom homes, meaning you can have your own flair, you can have your own design, you, could, you can sure. literally sit and think of what you want, you know, what you, you know, more, be more creative, I guess. Yeah, no, it's fun stuff. When we were building the addition on our house in the village of Goshen, I would go every day and I would, I would like five in the morning, six in the morning, I wanted to know where the sun was at that exact time so I knew where my kitchen table was going to be. Good point. And I wanted to make sure mm. that in the morning the kitchen table was filled with sunshine and then in the evening where I wanted my bedroom because I wanted the afternoon sun. So that's the fun part about building. You know, you get to really, really be creative with you know, whatever you want, really. The so. design and how large you want it and yeah. square footage but and, you, and yeah. position and so on and so but forth, But also right? knowing that, you have to really kind of go into it knowing what you want because once you get an architect involved, my girlfriend's going through this, every change is thousands of dollars, yeah. thousands of dollars. She's uh, an exorbitant amount right now and nothing really has been done and it's just because of changes. So and it's know her what changes, you want. right? It's a little both. It's the uh, town. Oh, well, it's, town. It's in Jersey. The oh, town okay. is making changes. The architect is making changes. The It's just crazy. But you right. gotta, you so gotta you can, be more set in what you're going. What you're going to right. Do. Yeah. Set ahead of time. Know what you're getting right. first. Know what you want first, and then you can actually sit and think a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of thinking involved. Yeah, it's all good stuff, though. I think that right. it's important for people to make a list. Like, what are the key things? What's my wish list? What's reality? Because when you're looking at the cost of building, you go, there may be places that you can cut that aren't, you know, that eventually could be done, but the structure, right. the, the, the structure is really important. Certain things, like if I'm going to do crown molding, do I do it later on? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the, that, that's the decisions the individual makes. But you should have a good idea, otherwise... It's just going to be, what, yeah. yeah the, be every, a that's a good point, every change. Because they have to redraw the plans and submit them yep. again. It's a nightmare. So, you know, you know, so, that. so you're saying needs versus wants? Yes. Start with needs. You know, what do I need in a house? Do I need to have the sun coming up, as Suzanne pointed I out? I needed it, but You yeah. know, does it, I want it so Do I need square footage versus something else? You it's know, a good versus, idea. You yeah. know, you need to right. have a general. Is it going to be 1,800 square feet, or is it going to be 2,600 or 3,000? All that, of course, comes into play in terms of... I'll give you a good example on our house, and then Mark will let you go. So when we were building our house, we were adding on to an existing home. And my architect, a local person, um, had, we have the existing staircase, and he wanted to build me a back staircase. And when I got the pricing, I'm like, 
what, now this is way too much money. Like, ah, this is too big. I don't need all this. So we ended up taking, getting rid of the back staircase and opening up the existing staircase two ways. So that was kind of oh, like know. my, like an, I used like to call it my poor man's back staircase, like same <laughs> stairwell, but you know, so you can be creative and, you know, definitely save yourself some money also. It is fun. So, but Mark, thank you so much for your phone call. You're okay, always good to Okay, take care. Have a Thank you for listening. So what I'm going to say, that's really funny because in Victorian homes, that was often the case that there would be one staircase, but that the help would not right. be able to come the into quarters, the parlors yeah. so that it actually split at maybe uh, two or three uh, steps above, you know, the baseline. Right. right. So that somebody, that the maid would go to the kitchen or the dining area and everybody else would be able to go into the formal rooms. Right. It was usually so from the you, back bedroom. So isn't yeah. it funny that you're doing something that was done in the late 1800s and recreating it in a contemporary sense. Right, it's cool, definitely. I, I, I think that's, that's really fun. Anyway, what I was showing land on Saturday, mm -hmm. and the person I was showing land who wanted large par larger parcels, so I, they called actually on a parcel that's 10, almost 10 uh, acres wide, long, large, and that's in Greenwood Lake, it's a very, very inexpensive parcel because it's also extraordinarily steep, and um, it does need all the engineering. So right. it's not an approved building lot. You need a survey, but it's only $23,500. So but by the time you finish, you're adding yeah. quite a bit because you need a survey on 10 acres. That's going to be significant. You need to go before the planning board. You need to have a house site designed. Right. You need to have septic. Well, Greenwood Lake has, you have to have septic. I'm right. not sure based on where it would be if you could pull in the water from the town water. So in that case, I mean, village water. So in that case, do you need a well? You know, and it needs a little road right. to get you to it. You know, the other thing you have to worry about with stuff like that um, is, so, so you find this, this parcel with uh, an unusual terrain, a more difficult, Wonderful like we're goats. not in California, we're in Orange County, you know, so those terrains, uh, and the price is less expensive because of the terrain, obviously. Right. If it were 10 acres flat, it would be more expensive. But then when you get the approval for that and you have to start building retaining walls and support the roads, you're taxed on all that. Those retaining walls, even though this makes this a higher tax parcel, the community will tax you on that. So all that has to be, I in my mind, thought about because they'll be taxed on that because I've seen it so Well, I, it, remember, you're taxed on the improvement to the land. Yeah. So raw land, if you look at the tax structure, is very insignificant, right. you know, in the big picture. Right. But once improvements sure. are made, you know, that's why a larger house has larger taxes. It's more of an improvement. Yeah. So what You definitely I need to know what you're doing when you're venturing out this way so what i did is bring some listings just to go over to give people an idea so it ranges and part of the range is the land you know the size of the land but also the location of the land and what that land is needed to be used for so i showed um actually i didn't show this because my buyer did not want to be in a subdivision. So that's another reason people buy land, mm -hmm. you know, so they don't want to be, 
Not that they don't not going to have neighbors, but they don't want the restrictions because some of the subdivisions have deed restrictions. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you might have a deed restriction against hanging your clothes outside. Right, or so a trailer or a camper in a your camper driveway. A camper more than we don't, we don't have trailers in Warwick. I meant I meant like uh, a yeah, boat but, trailer. But you can't camper, have a boat sitting in your driveway exactly. in a lot of locations. So a, so a lot of those things even though the houses are lovely, there's uh, the restrictions might be something that you if you're a, if you have a sailboat, you definitely need to put it somewhere if you're not putting it in a marina in the winter time. Yeah, it can't be in your driveway in most Camping, subdivisions, that, right? Exactly. So there are various uh, deed restrictions that might might occur. So we looked at parcels that were not in subdivisions, even though there's one subdivision that has parcels of five acres. So we're back to a break, and we will be back shortly. This is Marsha Talbot and Suzanne, the Real Real Estate Show. Looking for your first home? Are you looking to sell your home but not sure whom to market your property to? Contact real estate expert Liz Ridgeway of Better Homes and Gardens Ran Realty in her Goshen office. Liz specializes in new construction, resales, and rentals too. Make the move with confidence with Liz Ridgeway by your side. Contact Liz at 294-7227, liz.ridgeway at randrealty.com. Find your dream home with Liz Ridgeway, Better Homes and Gardens Ran Realty. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Marsha Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.brandrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Hi, this is Professor Richard Hull, host of the Warwick Historical Society's weekly show, History Alive. Tune in every Monday at 11.05 to learn how history is your past, present, and future. WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. You're just trying to be better. We're just trying to help. The John Tash Radio Show. Monday through Saturday, starting at 3 p.m. Tash.com. After a long day, we're here to keep you company with great soft rock and interesting information you can use on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. Hi, this is Suzanne Dermody, an associate broker at Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty in the Goshen office. Whether you are a first-time buyer or relocating or a seller, rest assured your journey will be a memorable learning experience. For more information, please visit my website at suzanne.dermony.randrealty.com. S-U-S-A-N-N-E dot D as in David, E-R-M-I-G-N-Y dot randrealty.com. WTBQ weather. We'll see a mix of sunny clouds today. It'll be hot and humid. There could be an afternoon shower or thunderstorm with our highs into the lower 90s. Tonight, cloudy skies and rather muggy. With a shower thunderstorm, and those showers should end by daybreak with the low in the upper 60s. Tomorrow becoming partly sunny, breezy, less humid, 
Highs in the low to mid-80s. Clear early tomorrow night. Clouds roll in later, mid to upper 50s. And cloudy on Wednesday. Some showers during the afternoon in a high 75 to around 80. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm Tony Salimo. I'm gonna make this place your home. Okay, we're back here at WTBQ. I just wanted to say, I love that song. I do too. I do. I'm like, <laughs> I'd never heard it before we were here, but I do love it. What's really funny is that I was in a store. Um, a retail store, and that song came on. Yeah, like, I would have lost it. <laughs> I started to laugh. So wait, we do. We have a Peloton bike at home, and I do this Peloton bike, and I follow this one specific person. Her name is Allie Love. She's amazing, and her music is just crazy. Jack's like, "What do you?" Do? I said, "I love her music." I didn't think I was gonna love it, but once you do it so much, I was over the summer last year. I heard, I like, why do I like this song so much? And I'm like, oh my god, Peloton <laughs> song. It was very funny. So okay, good. Back to land. Here we go. Okay, so um, what I was saying is that we're talking about deed restrictions in subdivisions, yeah. and, and deed restrictions are very powerful. Runs with the land. Yeah, and we uh, we actually owned a farm a, uh, a farm in Kentucky for 300 years. It was my grand like Lincoln's cabin was built on this oh farm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this on the radio show before. I missed that. I'm so yeah, sorry. no, yeah, my it was my great great great's farm, and Lincoln's cabin was on it, and we had to ask Tom Lincoln to move because he was squatting. It's crazy. Anyway, we just sold the property, but it took us 20 years to break the deed because my great great grandfather and my grandfather and there you know all these guys were attorneys and they made a very lock a very you know ironclad deed and um to sell it was a lot of a lot of attorneys and a lot of money and we you know we just the family got so big it, there's no sense to own 300 acres in kentucky when we're all over the world really yeah. so uh, but it is to break a deed is very difficult and there's reasons for that it's not a bad thing but um yeah so that was my little thing but yeah deeds so actually i'm going to segue into something and then we'll go back to parcels okay i'm going to segue into pdr which is purchase of development rights which we are really fortunate to have in warwick yeah i know it's a little bit more expensive to the buyer uh, when they're coming in. But one of the reasons they're buying here right. is because it looks so right. beautiful. That's how I explain and it. And if you drive down the street from here, opposite Sanfordville School, a little bit further down, you'll see that pretty little green sign that states that this is you know, a farm that is protected. Yeah. And when we say protection of development rights, that farm can only be sold to somebody else who is not going to subdivide it. So as much as we welcome newcomers and there are specific places for people to build, not on these farms. And right. so when you drive down and see the cows, you know there's going to be cows there. Yeah, I you wish know? it was more of a count. I mean, I know communities do pick are picking it up. and More so. But I think it's just so unique to Orange County, you know, the, the land and the rolling hills and the fields and just love it you know it, I just love it I do and I just wish it was something that was you know more on a county level because you fear for everywhere you know everywhere in the county you know but it's uh, it's we live in a beautiful county and I think this was a great thing to start yeah it's actually it used to be in Long Island is where oh, one of wow. the places where it started and that was for the, the same reason to protect 
to protect right. land right. and the visuals. Right. So, yes, it is expensive. It's a one-time amount at closing. Right. The buyer oh, pays the fee. The buyer pays the fee. Um, but they're moving here because of what it looks like. And so... You know, there, there's mixed feeling and saying, "Well, we do." You know, we is this a toll on people? Are we are we opening the gate or, and then closing the gate? But it's not that. It's because we all savor mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. Ex- the experience of dry. I I mean, I get I start laughing when because I love even though I was raised in New York City, I love seeing animals. You know, I I love to see the cows. I love to see the horses, the goats, whatever. Actually, there was um, a a farm. No, and sheep. There are now people raising sheep in the area. So you drive down and like, oh, my goodness. And as much as I like lamb, it makes it hard for me. <laughs> it is my favorite. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I don't eat lamb. But I know, uh, but yeah. I, I, if I, on one side of me, I'm a vegetarian, but the other side is I'm such a meat eater. That's so funny. Yeah, no, High but protein. I get it. So it definitely, we, we have a beautiful area. Okay, so we're going to go back to... So we're going to go so back to... So we do sell land, land, but we also honor and respect it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and that's a good way of, of putting it, and we want to maintain what we have. So some of the things... That I, I just pulled some uh, properties that are currently on the market on Black Meadow Road in the town of Chester. There's parcel for fifty nine thousand. Um, and how many acres is that? That's actually, I thought um, that's size. only one yeah, acre. One acre. Right. One acre. So I have everything here, Suzanne. So you can yep. yeah, jump in. Yeah, and, and something like that, you would almost think that like the neighbor next door may want to purchase it, you know, because that just enhances your parcel. You know, that there, that happens quite often in our area. Also, people who live next door to these parcels that finally go on the market uh, say, you know, I want to, you know, surrounding neighbors, you know, may want to think about, you know, purchasing, you know, adjacent. Land. If they have $60,000. Well, again, it's surrounding. So it's just, I don't know. It happened in Monroe that I know. You know, that does happen. That does happen. Definitely. And so there's, um, here's one in Pine Island area for, on Glenwood Road uh, for four acres, mm-hmm. and that's 83.9. Um, four acres, I'm sorry, Foley, Foley Road. Road. Foley's a, I, love, I love Foley Road. It's yeah. actually the corner. And that's, um, so it's very close to the village, and that's 2.2 acres. You know what I love seeing on the market? I love when we have black dirt on the market. I think that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, but you can't build on that. No, I know you farm on <laughs> I know that. But it's, I just think that's so cool that, you know, we have these surrounding farms on, like, Bialis Farm. Have you ever been mm-hmm, there? You know, mm-hmm. so I, I, th- I don't know. I think the, you know, the, the land that we have here with the black dirt is also something that's a well, we can cherish. And when you see that on the market, that doesn't come that often. No, and often other farmers, you know, buy it from yeah, each other. Sure, sure. If, if it's adjacent to their existing property. Um that's bottomland, glacial bottomland where there was a lake. Yeah. And the Mastodome that's mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. SUNY Orange came from the yep, Black Dirt. the Black Dirt. And so, and I think the one that's in the, Met, in the Museum of Natural History came from somewhere near Newburgh. Oh, that's yeah. Orange County, Orange yeah, County. Yeah, so it's Orange yeah, County. No, that's so cool. And uh, there are, you know, when, when somebody has a parcel they put on the market... They have to have an architect go along and make sure that there's nothing that's of great value. Yeah. Arrowheads are not considered of great value, but it may be something else. So that is one of the things, one of the 
reasons when you're looking at land um, mm -hmm. and it's an approved building lot, in order for that to have become that, there are many processes that um, go that the town insists you go through, and one yeah. of that is an architectural yeah, review. Yeah, my girlfriend just recently sold uh, a parcel that had artifacts found on it, and there is a process that you have to go through. It took about a year, year and a half yeah, to follow through the process. They need to make sure it's not a significant site for other things, which I think is really cool. They do that, but they had to send archaeologists, you know, to kind of sift through and say, okay, no, this this is all this is here, may you know, but but it was they were artifacts. So I'm going to tell you about what the Drownland Society is doing on July 19th, okay. which is, and you'll have to look it up because I don't have the exact address, but the, there is a parcel that they um, plow up. And you can go in, and I think it might cost $5 or something. Take your kids. They, everybody oh. is there looking for some yeah. kind of archaeological thing. That's so cute. Thing. I always find rocks, <laughs> but I see the kids. They find the arrowheads. Anyway, it's a fun thing. And actually, I told my daughter, so we're going to try to do that with my grandson. That just is so because Yeah, my husband did that with the kids. Yeah, because it's just a, such a nice thing for kids to learn. You know, from a historical point of view, somebody was here before us. Yeah. You know, so you, the, the big picture and then you're doing something, looking for something special. So I will say about the, finding something special, I was listening on the radio this morning. They were talking about the volcanoes in Hawaii. I mean, I know we're going all over the place, but um, one of the reactions... land. Yeah, no, it's all land. That's what I love. I love the land. But uh, one of the things that's happening is from the earthquakes, their uh, gems are coming out of the core of the earth. And it happens to be my birthstone, which is the peridot, the green, that mm -hmm. beautiful green. But normally they come up as rock and you have to kind of work it to find the stone within it. But they're not. They're actually coming up as gemstones. Yeah. This is so in, should we in all this Hawaii. In this Hawaii. <laughs> oh yes yeah so taylor and i are both august or peridot girls but uh yeah so i i just think it's amazing you know we walk all over the earth and we're we never really stop to think about what's underneath us but uh, you know land soil uh rocks gems it's all so cool well, so right. much yeah, we're yes. very fortunate. amity gold you know right. <laughs> which is spinel i think so there, i mean there's so much you know, that we, we don't think of on a daily basis. Anyway, some other parcels. So what I'm trying to say is that things range at, on an average, and there is no average, of, say, starting at around $60,000 mm -hmm. and then goes anywhere up to around... Well, I know. My parcel in Goshen... We're going to talk about that. Okay, mine's at 680 So yep. it depends on location. That's what... That's not for a single lot. Well, it could be. <laughs> If somebody wanted to build, I mean, you know, how much? Explain oh, how much it is. <laughs> oh, mine. Well, mine is for six eighty. It's listed for six eighty nine, and, and it has 19, 16 acres, and it could have, um, you know, depending on how much they develop it. They originally were approved for nineteen lots, but um, I'm not sure with current zoning. But I do have a buyer who feels he can get more lots on it, and he's actively pursuing it. So. You know, this is a great time to look at land and real estate because, you know, before Marsh and I were talking during one of the breaks that, um, you know, before the market crashed, you know, contractors were building houses and they were able to sell them as quickly as they could build them. But that has changed. Well, now it might be switching. But uh, right, Marsh, Marsh, in the last eight years, you know, they would a contractor would build a house 
and then on spec and speculation, and the, it was a good bet that there was a buyer around the corner that would buy that house. That stopped in 07 and 08, right. and uh, their contractors couldn't front that. Um, but we're going to talk about more land when we get back from the break. Thank you very much. Chris Sterritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissterritz.randrealty.com. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. Hey guys, this is Gary Ayes, host of the NBA show. Tune in Saturday afternoon from 12 to 2 to hear the only show for NBA geeks and diehard fans, The NBA Show, on 93.5 FM and 1110 AM WTBQ. Radio worth listening to. If you missed the Frank Truett Show, here's what you missed. He was one of the original members of that, along with... Uh, Bobby Brown, with right? Bobby Brown, yeah. Bobby! That's it, Bobby, Bobby! Brown. Yeah, all right, thanks, Whitney. Go back there, will you? <laughs> I never watch a show, but I used to see the trailers. It would crack me. You hear Whitney drugged up, completely can believe going, Bobby! <laughs> I'm going to do that with you at night. That was... Yeah, you wouldn't have long for the world after that, that's for sure. Well, there's a way out. Oh, man. The Frank Truett Show, weekday mornings till 9 on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your home. Hi. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot, Associate Broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand, and Suzanne Germany, also Associate Broker. We discussed that also. We both did that early in our careers, which was a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, becoming a broker, that's true. So what we were talking about is land and why there isn't a lot of new construction in Warwick. There is much more in Goshen. But yeah, we have a couple of subdivisions that have been going up for a couple of years. But again, they're not building, they weren't building them on spec. They right. were like, here's the lot. What do you want? Go into contract. So what in 2007, 2008, where everything stopped. So a lot of people who were in that process of subdivision of parcels just stopped. That, which was what my land in the village of Goshen. Yeah. Was, the, you yeah. could not no. afford to build on it no. because there's... And we always look at the expense for the buyer. There's a great deal of expense for the developer. Oh, yeah. A lot, so. Yeah. A lot of money goes into the actual development process in terms of meeting with the town board, going over everything. And I think I was told by a developer it's $400 per square foot when you're giving an estimate on the length of the road and the development wow, that, that needs doubled, to go. Would, yeah. Yep, but needs to go in to prep the land to be able to subdivide and build host houses. 400 per And they have foot. to bond that. 
That has to be a yeah, bond. yeah, and yeah, and now I just sold a house on Dar- on um, Danielle, which is town of Danielle, Chester yeah. Schools, and um, they the buses still can't go up there because they're just now closing out that. Um, that's been that around bond. for yeah, yeah, and that's so is been that around the house a long at the time. End, the new construction, no, or the existing? no, I sold uh, I sold nine Danielle and also seventeen. I just oh, closed on okay. seventeen yeah. Danielle, lovely Great. family, yeah, yeah. But but this is you know, but the, so the developer really has to come forward with a. Very large investment, so that had to stop back then. Totally stop because yeah. they could only afford to keep the tax, you know, pay the taxes on the land, but not to go into that development process. And also, I'm, I keep interjecting and That's <laughs> interrupting Marsha. You'll see back then there were subdivisions half built. Yes. So people came in 05, 06, they spent a substantial amount of money, that was the peak of the market, on these beautiful homes and these beautiful, beautiful subdivisions. But then the market crashed, right. and the developer couldn't sustain himself anymore. And they either they went into bankruptcy or the development went to foreclosure. Whatever happened, so you had these beautiful homes that these buyers lived or, in half-developed subdivisions or homes which is that painful. people had contracted, put down money. Yeah. And then yeah. lo- I don't Lost. know. Well, they're obviously in lawsuits. Yeah, that um, just against here in. Yes, um, against builders. And it wasn't that anybody wanted to do this deliberately. It wasn't like yeah. shady b- builders. It were no, people it who just, got caught. It was just unfortunately. And yeah, yeah. no, you, you've got bad people out there that do it. But no, this was just a bad situation. You know, yeah, and, and, and it's tragic yeah. for everybody the buyer, for the everybody. for the owner of the property. Yep. So that's a lo- one of the reasons when we keep saying we're so shy of of housing is that the new construction part of that market is really not in existence at that moment, well, at this moment. Going, just starting. Going through that. Now, I got my license in 02, and this all started in 07, 08. So you, uh, me, as a realtor, I became gun-shy with selling homes to buyers in new subdivisions. I'd say, listen, from my perspective as a professional, I would tell you to be the last person in the subdivision rather than the first back then because you don't know the viability of the project and how well it, it will be developed. And right. the, and I'm, I'm glad I had that in my mind because... I think that's always been a risk. I mean... That you you read stories not that much in our area, but not that much now because no, subdivisions no, are flying saying, off the market. But, but in back general, then, yeah. that's always something that that's the unknown. And yeah, I I must say that most of our subdivisions are are very people are very responsible. Most you know most yeah, of the time, but, but hardships hardships happen. Yeah. happen. So no, I I uh, and you have to know like okay, so oh this is you know you see all these beautiful glitzy houses and these pictures and they're all architecturally drafted, um, and that yeah. So you just want to make sure that um, you know that you can muscle your way through a construction. I mean, being that it's a seller's market, you know houses are being sold and, um, you know, seller. Multiple offers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just listed a property that uh, on Friday, and I just got a call between the break that we have two offers. We have, you know, they don't even want to show it anymore. So it's definitely a very, very strong seller's market. And that helps with the developers, that they don't have to, um, you know, kind of sit with anything because things are flying off the market, definitely. Yeah, so... um, yeah, so, okay, what else are we talking about here? 
Well, I was just going to give some more examples of pricing because I think that um, it, go, it runs anywhere from an average of two acres uh, in Warwick, and mm -hmm. that two acres would is a, an older subdivision because you now need more land. So um, look, you know, if you're thinking she she was. Um, I think that it's an exciting time. I think that if you want to walk land, make sure to wear boots. There's a lot of poison ivy. Um, but I've been told you talk to the poison ivy, tell it's very nice and it won't attack you. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't that, but yeah. it may or may not work, but you could try it. It's kind of like chicken soup. Mm. Um, so be careful if you're on property. If you are thinking about buying property, yeah. that's a large parcel. I do want to say one thing. Yeah. Um, my suggestion to people is always, if it's a large parcel, have some, uh, an environmentalist walk the property. Um, I'm a realtor. I can tell you about terrain. I can tell you what, the, what I can read a survey. I can tell you what the, where the house site would go. But I don't know what's on that property. Yeah. And environmental, in, uh, they, I don't quite know the title, but there are people who do just that. They look to see if things were dumped on the property once right. there. They do different kinds of testing. Well, engineering and everything. But I, I just wanted, the engineering. Yeah, I just wanted to interject and in say, do not walk a property by yourself. Correct. Don't even if you see, you know it's land that's on your your road and you, you know you, the sign went up and you don't want to bother a realtor. Always bother us. Do not walk a property by yourself. You don't know what's on the property. You don't your neighbors. You know there's. People protect their lands and stuff. They you, so you definitely just don't go on. Don't by walk yourself. property during hunting season. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> and I always wear my bright colors. I know. And, I don't. Yeah. I don't even walk property. Yeah. No, you have. Yeah. I, yeah. No, you're right. Then. You have to be very, very careful. So. Uh, and, and that also means don't drive up the driveways because it is. Yep. It's it's it private property. It's trespassing. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. and we all may, we've all done it. We've all done it. Like, oh, I think there's a house up there. Be careful, be cautious, be respectful of other people's property. That's an important thing. But when you're coming to land, we I, I love to sell land. The first thing I ever sold was land. It's always been very exciting to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that it's not for everybody. But I just sold a parcel where the, the builder, uh, the buyer actually ended up get, putting a, a lovely modular on it and he has a brand new house for a little less money than if he was to buy it. And he, because he also is able to do a little bit of the work mm -hmm. in the house. Yeah, yeah, the modulars, they're getting better and better. Oh, you and can't better. tell. Yeah, you, yeah, if it's a no. good modular, you can't tell. Yeah, no, I agree. And I do when people, when I'm taking buyers out and they'll say, oh, wait, this is a modular. I'm like, listen, have you ever seen a house under construction in, you know, in during the rainy season? And that wood just sits there and gets saturated. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but if you can get a modular in a controlled environment, that's a good get. But like know? everything, just as there are good builders, there's good modulars. Yeah. So you really have to do your homework on that. Um, I'm sorry, Suzanne and myself certainly could help you on any of that, at least directing it. It's not anything that we build ourselves, but it's um, and it's an alternative for people. But today, a good modular is almost or can be the same price as a stick-built house. It's yeah. not cheap anymore. No, but just it goes know. up a lot quicker. 
you know, it goes like, up all of a sudden quicker. one day it's there. Right. That is true. You Which drive me. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that house wasn't there last week. Yeah. But the, the other aspect of it, there are certain things in modules that you can't get. So one of it at this point is those contemporary styles right. because they are boxes, you know, and right, how modular, they fit yeah. for modulars are boxes and they come on those trucks and you see them on Route 84 all the time. Um, but it does serve a great purpose for somebody who wants to be able to be in control of what they're seeing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's so, we're all different and we all have different needs. And that's, you know, like before I said, make the list, make the list. You know, yeah. when you even if you're calling us, make that list. What do I need in a house? Yeah, needs and wants. It's very important. You know, yeah. I, I agree. And what am I willing to give up? Right. Uh, and a lot make... of times the list goes out the window. I mean, there's definitely. Absolutely. I remember one girl, she's like, I don't I don't want to see bi-levels. And of course she bought a bi-level. Always. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but yeah. Because it's a very practical house. And yeah. And you get yeah. more for the square footage for your money. Yeah. No, so it's very funny. it does work. And if you have long, young kids, it's a great place for them yeah. to play. Down. So all, you know, it may not be the most architecturally interesting but it does serve purposes. Some of them are spectacular. I love some. You'll walk in. The new ones with the yeah, Yeah, those bilonial kind of things. Yeah, no, those are pretty cool. And but, we uh, look at what for what our, we look through our client sides. You know, what does it work for the client? Doesn't mean that, have I sold houses over the years, and I'm sure, Suzanne, that I didn't like. As long as they're structurally sound, mm -hmm. as long as they meet the needs of my yeah, client, of I look through my client size. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying that house. I'm mm -hmm. only assisting that buyer. Mm -hmm. And that that's the fun of this business. I really do. Is no, I putting do. the pieces yep. of the puzzle yep. together. It's 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 taking your buyer and getting them into what works for them. And it's just the most rewarding job in my opinion. I love it. You know, be, being able to find the right fit for them is just fun, you know. And when you realize the, re the rewards come sometimes much later, because when somebody that you sold a property to 30 years ago, mm -hmm. because I've been doing it that long, calls you because they want to sell their house, that is the reward. Right. You right. know, that you established a rapport sure. and a relationship with someone that they could say, I would like you to represent me again. And that you found a home for them for 30 years. That's right. amazing. That's awesome. Good for yeah. you. No, that's, that's good no, but stuff. But we've all done that. I mean, people have been in this business, it, it, is it eight years, 10 years, 20 years? People, we, we try our best to make that the whole experience as best we can. So this is Marcia Talbot, and associate Susan. broker with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. And Suzanne Germany from the Goshen office. Thanks. And this has been the real radio the real real estate show.